My name is Alec Cowan, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. This podcast contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Hi, hello, and you are currently listening to Orchata Squad with your hosts, Veronica Fernandez Alvarado and Marian Fragoso. We have a very special guest with us here. Very cute, smiling, very big. Please, Veronica, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Veronica Blackwell. Um, I'm a junior. Um, I'm a math major, and I'm also in the Honors College. And yeah, <laughs> she, her, hers. What a nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and obviously, like, Veronica's amazing, but I have a bias because... <laughs> She has an amazing first name. I'm <laughs> it's perfect. Veronica Squared today. Veronica Squared. Mm-hmm. Hey, and that r- comes right into theme. But before we go into that, <laughs> <laughs> let's like Veronica. I know you brought something for the podcast room. Can yeah. you tell us what it is? Yeah, I brought. Um, so this is like a hair product, and it's uh, like it's called Shea Moisture, and it's like coconut and hibiscus curl enhancing smoothie and so like I thought it meant a lot to me because I have like really curly hair and growing up since I like mainly lived with my mom and my mom is Mexican and my dad is African-American and um so she didn't really know how to deal with my hair and I have an older sister and she has like not the same kind of hair as me but like more wavy and like less super curly Mm -hmm. and so she kind of introduced me to this product and she's always kind of like a role model so I was like okay I'll try it and ever since then it's worked out perfectly and it makes me feel really good I don't know it's like helped me learn to appreciate my hair a lot that's beautiful (laughs) actually can you describe it to the listeners yeah so like the jar itself is like I guess a salmon kind of color and it's like a white cream inside of it and it's just like I don't know it feels like a creamy substance and mm-hmm. then you I just put it all over my hair and it's just like moisturized <laughs> wait can you open it yeah <laughs> this one is a new one but <gasps> whoa and then you <laughs> could you hear that feel it Actually, maybe wait, I'm gonna smell it I want I want to smell it too shit that smells so good mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like coconutty. <laughs> snorts it. <laughs> Let's do lines. <laughs> True. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I said. <laughs> of course, of course, you don't know. No, Saint, I don't know what that Saint means. Same here. <laughs> but thank you. That's beautiful. That is yeah. beautiful. And, and your hair always amazing. looks good. So always. we know it works. Thanks. I try. <laughs> well, for the first time in like three or four or five episodes <laughs> i brought shit to the podcast room also very improvised <coughs> but today i brought a santana vinyl that it's my friend chloe's um she let me have it for today it's a really really cute cover and also the person who did the cover her name is their name is marianne so just saying um but it's like a woman laying down and she's naked and there's like a dove and there's like a devil figure too it's so beautiful wait are you sure she's 
a devil figure because she has angel wings. Where? Oh yeah, <gasps> but you're right. It's a little old, so you can't really see it. But it's but they're like it's red. It's like a red body. That's why I thought maybe it's supposed to be angel and devil. Yeah, you know, like that mean that I can be your angle or your devile because <laughs> people <laughs> misspell it. I can be your angle. Um, so yeah, and it has really, really good, good songs in it, like Black Magic Woman, who, that I know in Guitar Hero, just saying, that's like an impressive fact about me. Wow, what Oye a musician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I play, uh, yeah, I'm a musician, I play Guitar Hero, you know? Um, Oye Como Va, which is a really good one, and Samba Pati, which is really good. And I also brought my high school um id card which is for my senior year of high school i don't know exactly well i brought it because of the topic today and i wanted to remember a time where i was smart because that's <laughs> like, the year i got admitted no, to college you you're know? always smart <laughs> always smart. Ah, compliments no <laughs> thanks though but in um, Orchata Squad, we don't let femmes of color bash themselves okay not that is true space. only me <laughs> only no bashing yourself except me no. um and i look super cute i dressed like 80s style on purpose and i had a really really high ponytail scrunchy yeah, scrunchy <laughs> like really bright lipstick and a sweatshirt a pink bright sweatshirt and i look really cute now that i'm looking at it i'm like damn what happened <laughs> no just kidding love yourself love yourself um but yeah shout out to well i don't know if i want to shout out my high school but you know <laughs> It was my high school for two years in the U.S., which is Southridge. It's in Beaverton. And, yeah, I was smart back then. And, oh, I actually, well, I took pre-calc my junior year of high school, and I failed. Um, but, you know, it's a reminder that you got to keep going. So I retook the class, and I got <laughs> college credit for it. So because of that, now I don't have, I haven't taken another math um, class since high school. <laughs> bananas <laughs> yeah i'm in love <laughs> well i actually brought something here too and i actually have a pre-calc story too but it, they're not related i'm just gonna <laughs> well let me let me explain what i brought first okay so what i brought is these glasses um sunglasses they're pink and they're super cute they i feel like they make me look very diva-ish mm. <laughs> when i wear them but they make everything look rosy and okay so like for reference if any of y'all follow Mal mala muñoz from locatora radio mm -hmm. she has very similar glasses to these ones and yes i was inspired <laughs> so that's what i wanted to bring because i'm trying like i know it's like a small thing but it's also like I'm trying to have like a more <laughs> positive outlook in life mm -hmm. more. And so I'm like rose, like rose tinted glasses. Like <laughs> why not start there? Yeah. And so, yeah, definitely looks fire. Yeah. <laughs> if you're mala, does that make me diosa? I'm both. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then I'm both too. <laughs> I feel like we're all mala and diosa yeah. inside. We all have our inner mala and your inner diosa. Oh, can I? No, I won't talk about them, but I love them so much. <laughs> okay. But also, can we appreciate what you're wearing, Veronica? Oh, Veronica yeah. Blackwell. <laughs> yeah, Veronica. 
Okay, but can we please talk about what Veronica Blackwell is wearing? <laughs> you look so cute, and I don't know what that is. So please explain what that is. Okay, it's um, it's a corduroy like, I don't know, jacket. Yeah, yeah, and then it has it's like a dark green jacket, and um, it has like two pockets on like the breasts of the jacket. Yeah. Um, one has like Mickey Mouse and like an umbrella, and the other one. Was like goofy yeah yeah that's super cute and it's I really it. cute it's adorable <laughs> yeah. i love yeah. it so much goodwill finds <laughs> oh yes real deals <laughs> but let's move on to our next segment and veronica i know you have a shout out for us <laughs> yeah i do so as an as an umbrella term um i want to like shout out my roc roommates of color Daisy Batten, Megan Jacinto, and Clara Gorman. But I want to hone in on Clara Gorman because um, she's just like really great. Um, She's a senior right now and she's like working on her thesis. Like it's like a hundred pages long and she defends. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. And she defends next week. And I don't know. She's just like kind of a kind of inspiring Mm -hmm. um and i don't know she always like reads my papers and stuff to like edit them and she's always i don't know very positive and like she's kind of mom of the house (laughs) so yeah (laughs) yeah i've met her a couple times she's super nice Mm -hmm. yeah sweetest yeah (laughs) i love that when it's like fems helping fems with their homework i feel like that's not talked about enough because Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't have been so far into my like college career if it wasn't for like other fems particularly fems of color (coughs) like particularly fems of color like really helping me with like schoolwork because this shit's hard man Mm -hmm. and i don't know like sometimes when i'm like asking like i don't like some like white person for help they always get like weirdly like yes <laughs> oh my gosh oh my and then gosh. just like it's kind of like uh, they i don't know i feel like most of the time when that happens it's just like you kind of just like feel or like they make you feel kind of stupid too mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah. i'm not stupid it's just like there's nothing wrong with asking for help mm-hmm. but yeah i hate that shit <laughs> i love that <laughs> I love what you're saying. <laughs> Not people making you feel stupid. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I hope Clara feels appreciated today and this week and forever because she's appreciated here in Orchata Squad. We're all besitos and TQMs yes. here for yes. her. It's like, yeah. She course. better be listening to this. <laughs> she better be listening. <laughs> Well, I'm really excited for this topic we're going to be talking about. Um, we are going to be talking about femmes of color in STEM. And, well, for, let's let's go to the very basics here. Veronica, tell us what STEM is. So STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. That's the acronym for it. And I know you're one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a math major. So I'm the last letter. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a question for you, and I'm sure it's a question you get a lot, but 
why what do math? I want to do? Oh. No, 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 no <laughs> I get math. that one too. <laughs> why math? Why um, math? Well, growing up, I was just like really good at it, and it's just like when I am going through problems, and it's just like feels very rewarding to like get the end of the problem, like mm-hmm. get the final result and get it correctly. So I don't know. I just like that rewarding feeling. And there's not like um. I guess wishy-washiness that like a lot of other majors like with history or all of those kind mm-hmm. of subjects you like you have to write an essay and it's just like however you want and like everything is right I guess I don't know yeah. I like getting one single thing right and being like yes that's absolutely correct yeah like one concrete answer like there's no confusion there mm-hmm, exactly well I also want to know, I know this is going to be like a bunch of back and forth, because, well, particularly with me, I never really got into like math or science or anything. I got really into chemistry when I was in high school, but like, it's like the weird, what is it? Oh, I never told y'all my pre-calc story. Okay, my relationship with math, my last math class that I had my senior year was, so... I went to a like a very very small private school in Salem, Oregon. It was majority white, and so what like you would assume a private school would allow you to have like college credit, extra courses, and whatnot. So I took pre calc thinking that that's what it was going to bring me, but instead, what I graduated was with was not college credit, but rather an extra pen that was an emphasis on math. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, yeah. I don't even, like, Wait, I don't care. A and pen then, or a pin? Like, yeah, a pin. Like a little, like, yeah. a, oh. like a little pen. <laughs> like, it's in my so gown. weird. Like but that was it. Like, all that was like all that time, like working. Yeah, you on, get a button. <laughs> I get a button. And I was just like, wow. But, Worth it. But also, like, the pre calc <laughs> class was just me and two other people at the end. And, like, I, like, my teacher, who I have beef with all the time. I don't even see her now, but I feel like I, we left in beef, and I just don't <laughs> like her at all. Oh, my goodness. She just more than anything wanted me to drop the class, so then she wouldn't have to teach it anymore. But I'm thinking I'm getting college credit, and I'm like, no, I'm going to finish this class. Just let me do it. And she's just like, why don't you just drop it? And I'm like, damn, <laughs> stop. It's not my fault. You, I didn't make you take this job. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, aggressive. Very aggressive. It's just like, yeah. But like I said, I've never had too much of a relationship with math- mathematics or science or anything. My older sister's a nurse though, so she loves biology and anatomy, and I think it's kind of gross. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't do that either. <laughs> So for me, like, I've always hated math. I've always had a bad relationship with math, specifically. With science, I was all right. But um, I remember the last time I had, like, a good grade on math was when I still was in Mexico, my sophomore year of college in my math class. But I hated my teacher. Everyone who went to my school knows him. Um, he also wrote the the books, like, the textbooks we 
we used and he was so pretentious and he he could never be wrong and he would always yell at me because i was talking in class when <laughs> everyone was talking as well but you know but that's the last time i had a good graded math then i moved to the u.s oh my gosh this is such a lie that i want to talk about Okay, everyone says math is universal. Well, whoever said that, fuck them, because <laughs> I don't think so. Because when I moved to the U.S., I was like, what the fuck is this? Everything I learned completely differently. I mean, yeah, it's probably universal because you get the same answers and all that. But the way I learned it was so different from everyone else. I multiply differently. I divide differently. And, you know, that's a lie then. <laughs> So if you move to another country, the math is probably going to be different. So do you have anything to say, math major? <laughs> <laughs> that was just so interesting. I didn't know that. Like, mm -hmm. I guess it kind of makes sense because now there's this whole thing like called Common Core and like how they learn math, mm -hmm. like students now using that program is like way different than how I learned math. And so I'm just like, I, I don't know what you're doing, but it seems yeah. to be working. <laughs> And something I want to comment on is that, like, I know me and Marianne are like, yeah, we're going to talk about Femmes of Cutler yeah. and STEM, but can we talk about how much we hate math? <laughs> I know. But, like, Let's that's get what I was thinking about. Great. Yeah. yeah. Like, but <laughs> no, it's just like, it's really strange the kind of relationship that, like, because it all comes down to the relationships you have with, um, like, STEM subjects. And I'm going to throw out a statistic that's going to shock the world. <laughs> but, and don't worry, I have it sourced and everything. <laughs> um, Fortune uh, wrote an article and they got research um, that said that 100% of women of color in STEM experience biases. Ooh. Wow. Wow. I'm shocked. shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know that gift that's like pretends to be shocked? It's like this woman, like this woman, like covering her mouth, but super fake. And it says pretends to be shocked. <laughs> that's how I feel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely like that. Um, like Justin, like, so I'm also like taking uh, like computer science classes right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so in those classes it's a little bit bigger better because they're bigger and but like there's more women in those classes maybe that's a better mm. way to say that and i don't know there's maybe one other woman of color in that class and then in my math classes it's kind of the same but i would say diverse wise i don't know like it's not like super people poc but like there's just like really male dominated mm -hmm. i think that's the main thing um and so like it's always perceived that males are like i guess smarter and like those type of fields mm -hmm. and that women shouldn't be in those fields like no one's gonna actually say that but like that's how it is and that's how it's practiced yeah exactly so yeah, yeah. and that's terrible and i feel like okay so i've been reading a few articles because i'm like very interested in this because for a while like i was very in like i was very intrigued in in computer science like i was like oh i want a minor in this and whatnot mostly because of like the relationship i've had with like you know like oh 
like oh i want to learn like i know very basic things like html and i want to know java and a whole bunch of other stuff like that but what is it i feel like especially because um hispanic and black women are the lowest numbers of women of color in stem related like like majors and like jobs and whatnot it has a lot to do with the kind of like growth that happens when you're like a little like a child and whatnot because oh my goodness so many articles that wrote about this which were amazing that i love reading but like oh my goodness let me pull it up on my phone because (laughs) it was some really super big number that like okay so Particularly black females, black femmes are, what is it, more than twice, like, in, in like, grade school or, like, going into, like, college or whatnot. Oh, no, grade school. They are, like, twice as likely to, like, find, like, STEM-related fields, like, intriguing and fun than their, like, white peers, their counterparts. Mm -hmm. That they're, like, more, like, it's because, like, they're more likely to, like, understand it and all these other things. So you're, like, okay, here comes, like, a pool of, like, these, like, younger students, younger people who, like, then it sort of filters out once they hit, like, these really crucial, like, emotional periods in middle school and high school where they kind of just, like, give up on it because, like, of probably a lot of reasons, <coughs> biases, like, you know, like, discrimination, like, microaggressions, all these other stuff. And I could talk about my own relationship with, like, math and, like, chemistry and whatnot. It was just, like, I try to stay away from it because of the fact that, like, whenever I asked anyone, any of my, like, peers or any of my teachers for help, they kind of assume that I was just, like, too, too, like unintelligent dumb to like get it Mm -hmm. and even when i did get it they assumed i just like didn't get it at all so i was like okay well i'm gonna just move on to things that like i assume people know that i'm gonna know Mm -hmm. and that's like kind of hard in like school but like yeah and it's just really interesting to think about like these relationships and how like it like in middle school and high school like they get filtered out because you're one of the very very few Especially, like, I don't... Well, do you know any other Afro-Latinx women, like, femmes in, like, your math classes? Or First off, I don't really know any Afro-Latinas, except for me and my sister that much. I either know, like, one or the other. Um, and <laughs> in my other... In my classes, um, I usually don't see Latinx people or African-Americans in my classes, um if they're poc they're typically asian i would Mm -hmm. say um so yeah i just kind of like stand out one thing that's really frustrating though is like i'm applying to a lot of internships for the over the summer i've probably applied to like i don't know 10 so far (laughs) and i've like every time that you have to go through the internship process you have to like say like your race or ethnicity and like you don't have to but like I don't know I guess I always do Mm -hmm. and one thing that's really frustrating about um going through some of them is they have like the options right Mm -hmm. and then they have like Hispanic or Latino 
and then they have like white not hispanic or latino african-american not hispanic or latino and like Mm -hmm. they have all these options yeah and like mostly they say not because Mm -hmm. you already chose that but you can't choose more than one yeah so it's like and then even the one that says two or more races it says not hispanic or latino right next to it so i'm just like you're like okay which one yeah exactly because like i don't just identify as um latina Mm -hmm. i like identify as african-american also yeah so that's something that i find really like just annoying and then like plus like earlier veronica was talking about like the whole um wage gap I think it's like a lot worse in those fields Mm -hmm. just because like it's just so male dominated so it's frustrating yeah (laughs) have you had any particular experiences with um that you've noticed bias or specifically from men in classes like that um one thing is like so I have like some friends in the math department but like most of my friends aren't from there and I think like that's probably why it's mm-hmm. just like I don't really want to hang out with them and I don't know probably vice versa but um in fresh my freshman year when I took a theory of calculus class I had two friends one uh female and one male and um they're both white mm-hmm. and so they're nice people (laughs) and everything (laughs) but um like and we kept taking classes together and stuff like that but they hung out a lot more like with each other yeah and like not with me and like it still is like that like they'll say hi and everything to me today but I think I feel like it's kind of weird that's like y'all stuck together but like not with (laughs) me (laughs) yeah and I still think it's interesting that there's not a lot of women in those classes just because I don't know if it's because ever since we're younger, we we get taught that, oh, those fields are not for women or we hear it from other people like um, just women are smart as fuck. And <laughs> we're also fucking smart. Um, and I I have the pressure to know a lot of women in STEM or women of color in STEM and specifically my cousin Sophia um she is an engineer or she's studying to be an engineer I don't know specifically what type but she did an internship in NASA last year or two years ago I can't remember and <coughs> I am yeah I know yeah, that's really and cool. over the summer and it was paid and everything and I was like damn Sophia and just like uh just people like her inspire me and so do you because I don't um well, I know a lot of women in STEM, but I know generally, generally women of color don't pursue that major. And I think it's really cool. And um, I I also appreciate how much you like it because I am sure every time you say you're a math major, you get people like us saying, oh my gosh, I hate math. Literally <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Or like, what are you going to do with that? Or I don't know how you started to get into math. I don't know. Some people even apologize. I'm sorry. I really don't like math. And I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Like, and this is the really interesting thing, though. Like, it wasn't until I hit college that I realized that, like, math is in itself, like, this really, like, beautiful thing. Because it's always, like, so separated from, like, art and all this other stuff mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, it's cold. 
That's what it is. It's cold. It's sitting in a white room in a white table <laughs> doing mm-hmm. some math like equations and then crying under the table and then getting <laughs> up and doing it again yeah. but like <laughs> no there's like a lot to it and personally like i know i said like oh i don't really ma- like math but like honestly like i liked math when i was smaller and i kind of feel robbed of like of like you know furthering like any kind of interest that i had in like math or stem and then whatnot because of the these biases i fit face in like my all white school and all these other things like so I don't know like I personally really applaud you (laughs) and I want to know like I want to know like what was that like was there like a certain someone like a teacher or like a parent or like someone that like that like made you realize you were good at math or like made you realize that this is actually something you really love to do um well, my grandfather was a math teacher, mm-hmm. and so, like, my mom and dad always said that, like, um, my sister and I carried that gene because she mm-hmm. was good at math, too, but she just didn't really like it, so she went into, like, public relations, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, I continued further with it because, I don't know, I liked it the most, mm-hmm. and I did have good teachers. Like, I feel bad for, I think one thing that, like, like prevents people to like go into that field is like the teachers are kind of bad mm-hmm. and so most of my teachers growing up were pretty good except for one in high school she was just like really bored I feel like and yeah. had like a monotone voice and so like you're I think, from Sacramento right mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah and so I think having good teachers for sure and then like my mom like always like encouraging me like Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah (laughs) good (laughs) yeah no that's wonderful I love it because it's always like I don't know like people talk about like that moment or that person or something that like really helped push you along yeah to like see yourself in these fields because I don't know personally like why i'm like so into writing as i am now is because of the fact that like i saw like brown writers Mm -hmm. and like i read from brown writers or like latinx writers given that these (laughs) the only way i was able to read from like latinx writers were from like ex cholos (laughs) like writing books and i was just like wow i get Mm -hmm. some of these words like some like really old like cholo like spanglish words but like yeah it was cool that like you like saw yourself in the field yeah i mean i think still sometimes it's like still hard to imagine that um just because like i haven't graduated yet and like Mm -hmm. it's coming to that where it's like i don't know what i'm gonna do really but um yeah i'm i'm kind of excited so we'll see what happens do you have like uh, a role model in the field that you've looked up to or anything to be honest you is it yourself <laughs> no. do you like look in a mirror and you're yeah. like nice yeah. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> no i was gonna say i don't think i do just because like i never really super researched into mm-hmm. like um anyone in particular that's like a woman of color in stem um 
I think part of that is like not really knowing anyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. No, like no one that's like really famous either. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that movie Hidden Figures came out. But yeah. Other than that, I feel like. Yeah, and it just came out. Like you're already <laughs> to like yeah me deep into this math thing. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like okay, that's cool, mm-hmm. but like. I don't know. Nothing like super inspirational before then, I would say. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But I did go to a conference two weeks ago. Oh, yes, your conference. <laughs> Please tell us more about it. <laughs> yeah. It was called the Infinity, I mean, Infinite Possibilities Conference. And it was just like aimed towards um, women, of, women of color in the math and statistics That's fields. so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I went with um, a friend, Michelle Lowe. Loki, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, also in the math department. And um, we went there and we met, like, a whole bunch of, like, African-American, um, Latina, Asian, like, all the colors. <laughs> um, it was beautiful. I've never been in a room with that many other like mathematicians mm-hmm. that were of color, and it was just like really cool and inspiring. Um, I guess that was like an inspiring, mm-hmm. inspiring moment. And then um, we learned a lot of math stuff. <laughs> like mm-hmm. some people presented like some research that they have done, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And then. We had like um, workshops about like careers after we graduate, undergrad research, and we also had one on imposter syndrome, which was mm. really cool. Oh yes, what, what, what's that? Imposter syndrome. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's like you say you like go to college, and then you come here, and then you're like, I'm not smart enough. Everyone's gonna find out that I'm not smart enough. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Like, you feel kind of out of place, I would say. Yeah. I think the imposter syndrome is really... One, it creeps up on me all the fucking time. (laughs) And I think that people of color experience that, too, as well. And not only from yourself, because an imposter syndrome, I think it's something that you put on yourself. And (coughs) I'm not good enough, or I'm not doing this enough, or whatever. But I think it's also... um, perpetrated is that a word yeah um by no that's not what i'm trying to say yeah well anyways <laughs> like uh, professors and teachers participate in it too i remember reading this um this <coughs> essay that a woman wrote i forgot her name but it's about how she she was in college and she wrote this paper and the professor circled however or thus i think uh, just using that word do you know what i'm talking about i think about? i know what you're talking about yeah. and like was like how do you know that word yeah or something? Like, this is not your word don't use it and she accused her of plagiarism and all that just because she used however and thus because her first language in, is spanish i believe or she's a latinx so i think it's ridiculous how professors also play into it and how people of color experience that and um, immigrants and all that when you're just trying to succeed in college you know and you already have all this pressure from society especially when if you're first generation or if you're child of immigrants etc cetera, etc cetera, like there's so much pressure that you put on yourself and what that your family without them knowing put 
put on you but now that society or your own professors don't believe that you're successful enough and all that it's just bullshit to me yeah exactly (laughs) bananas that's that's me Mm -hmm. that is me like i face that like all the time especially when i was going through like i got like being around other like people of color particularly femmes of color admitting that they're like hey i don't really feel like i'm all that smart and how did i get to college Mm -hmm. and how did i do this and how did i do that like that allowed me to be like you know what like this person who is like super super fucking smart like thinks that then like i'm like i'm like i'm okay Mm -hmm. like i can like fully admit that like i do this too and it's just (coughs) a thing of the head because like that's how i was in all my like all my classes in high school and middle school and even like i don't know like elementary school too and stuff like that like i was constantly like i'm like they're gonna find out that i'm really like not smart at all so i better not talk i better not participate all that much or else i'm like gonna be exposed i want to really hear how this like workshop was in like your like in your conference do you want to speak more onto that yeah so like first they gave us like this kind of like quiz i guess Mm -hmm. um and it was like a score out of like a hundred one to a hundred and if you got below 50 you most likely don't tend to feel like you have imposter syndrome and then from 50 to like 80 you have like an intermediate level mm-hmm. and um from 80 to 100 like you experience a lot of it and i was scored in the higher intermediate mm-hmm. um because i definitely feel that shit like in class and stuff like that i don't want to like raise my hand and mm-hmm. stuff because i don't want to feel like i'm stupid yeah. <laughs> yeah anyways um so later they go see like a powerpoint that's kind of like describing what it is and then they ask like questions like do men have or do women have imposter syndrome more than men mm-hmm. and the answer was no actually really yeah i think um men just don't like portray that side of them that often yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like and it goes along with like machismo and stuff like that also where it's like men like to hide their feelings Mm -hmm. a lot um and then the other question was do poc people have it more than white people and that was also a no and (laughs) which was kind of interesting too i think it was like also they're saying that like they're put at a higher standard Mm -hmm. and that's why they feel mostly why they don't like usually i don't know yeah that's why (laughs) you know what i'm saying um and then um they we kind of like shared our own experiences in that room and like oh and they also talked about like how to like better like the like to get rid of that negative thinking kind of thing and so um one strategy that they're talking about was you should ask like three different people that you really trust and ask them why um they think you're successful and like write that down and then like reflect on that and then start changing those positive like thoughts into like changing your negative thoughts into those positive thoughts basically mm-hmm. so yeah wow mm-hmm. it was really good that was probably my favorite workshop and wasn't even like math related yeah. <laughs> but um i think i kind of want to do that workshop at ruic honestly too mm-hmm. oh my gosh, i was actually gonna talk about that how one congratulate you for <laughs> 
because Veronica got the position in Metro to be RUIC coordinator, mm-hmm. core coordinator. Yeah. Um, which other Veronica had? This is me, yeah. Veronica. Yeah, who had it. Passing it down to it. Veronica. <laughs> yeah, and I really liked when you run for a position in Metro. You have to give like a one minute speech about why you want the position and stuff. And I really liked what you said about women of color in STEM specifically. And I think that you're right. There's not enough workshops about that. And there's not enough people encouraging women of color to go into STEM. So I want to really appreciate that. And I think you're going to do great. And you, like you said, you didn't have many role models or you didn't see yourself. But you can be that person. You can (laughs) be that person that little girls are like, oh, my God. I remember this one workshop that (laughs) this girl gave. So... That, that should be really fun and congratulations yeah. thank you yeah i really am excited for ruic next year and um so yeah like basically what i said in the in my i guess interview yeah yeah um was that i wanted to promote more stem workshops and then like hopefully eventually probably not this year um have like a keynote speaker that is in the STEM fields. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like a lot of high school students don't think that they'll like go into those fields, mm-hmm. especially of like Latinx communities. So I think it'd be really good to show that like that is a possibility. I love it. Yes. I love it. <laughs> no, so I much. agree. And I think they should see the possibility that there is, you know, cause it's always easier to choose something you like or pursue something you like if you see someone that looks like you that's in it because you look at them and you say oh my god if they can make it I can make it you know yeah and like okay so I actually want to go back to this conference of yours because I'm super (laughs) intrigued by it please tell us more but like I I really have one like question so there's all these femmes of color Mm -hmm. y'all are all together (laughs) What did y'all talk about? Like, not in the workshops, but, like, amongst yourselves. Um, let me think. Like, during lunch kind of thing? Yeah, like, those kind of things. Or, like, you know, what the, what were, like, some common topics or whatnot? Like, I don't know. This is a new thing for me, so I want to know. <laughs> I like, I like cheese men. Like, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked a lot about, like, research and, like, launch. And, like, some girls already did research, and, like, I was a lot, like, asking, like, how, like I can get started because I need to write a thesis <laughs> um, so um, yeah I mainly talked about research because that's where I'm kind of focused right now yeah but it was really cool because um, there's two girls I think they go to UC Riverside um, and they're grad students and like we exchanged Instagrams and I was like oh my gosh I'm networking yeah. like, <laughs> I didn't even think about this but it was just like it was just so cool. <laughs> Is there any research topic that interests you that you're trying to do for your thesis? Um, Not particularly there, but there's a lot of, like, uh, research about graph theory and not mm-hmm. theory. Um, and he, I don't know if you know what those are. No, but that sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, like, I can appreciate the fact that you know what it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then uh, for my thesis, I'll probably focus. I want to like combine computer science and math mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like doing like some topology with. Uh, that sounds really sexy. So <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Topology. Say it slower. 
Wow. <laughs> I'm it's around. hot in here. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> oh, yeah. This room oh, yeah, gets really hot. It's really warm. I don't know. There's like, are there vents here? Like, I don't know. Oh, There's my God. Two. <laughs> <laughs> two small ones. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. And then um, since we're in Washington, D.C., I got to see like a lot of monuments and I also got to see the Michelle and Obama portraits. I saw that. It was oh, so cool. God. I was dying. Oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah. They're Are they so super beautiful. big in person? Yeah, they're like probably half of the. So this is like kind of a small room, mm-hmm. and they're probably like half the size of the walls. Yeah, that's like, really big. Tall. Yeah. Wide, Thomas wise. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're huge. Um, wow. Yeah, we're trying to decide which Smithsonian we should go to because there's so many. Mm -hmm. And the African-American one was also really cool, but Mm -hmm. we couldn't go to that one. So we're like, got to do the portraits. (laughs) Where are they? They're in uh, the open portrait gallery. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Obama, uh, Barack Obama's portrait is in, like, where all the presidents are. Mm -hmm. And then Michelle is where all of, like, the new contemporary... Ooh. artwork is yeah Ooh. yeah they're not together which is a little sad but they are in my heart yeah they're in <laughs> they're in the same building yeah so like i know that that art piece was like very like like for me it looked like very different from like other portraits of presidents that i've seen like does it stand out oh for sure because it's like so vibrant mm-hmm. i would say like the green it just like yeah pops so much i really like that artist we had i remember we had some does someone remember their name of the artist oh my gosh let me we'll look it up because (laughs) they're very important and i think people should know about them um i remember we had portraits of that like or artist their artwork in the museum here in school yeah it's really cool i also studied um his art in one of my art history classes um yeah it's so cool do you remember is it there yeah yeah it's right here wait i can't read it's too small um i'm gonna slaughter the names because i've have really terrible kehinde wiley kehinde wiley i don't know i don't know i don't know if that's the pronunciation that's what npr Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the name of the artist. It's just I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. And I'm looking at it and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and to see this in person, did yeah. you faint? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. There's like a Did you rope. take pictures? Oh, yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> yeah. You said you saw Yeah, it. I was gonna say, like I saw the picture anyways. <laughs> yeah, so you can't lie. <laughs> yeah. catch you. This exactly. is gotcha journalism here. <laughs> <laughs> True. But yeah, it was just really cool like all the other president portraits like some of them are really cool but like this one by far like just stands out mm-hmm. and it's like right there and everyone gets in line to take pictures too who's the sexiest president <laughs> yeah yeah definitely obama <laughs> <laughs> i agree <laughs> same yeah i feel like it's obama and then everyone else <laughs> Like, that's how yeah. I'm looking at it, because I'm like... They're all at the like, same level, and then, like, the no. uglier ones are, like, underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and I really love the, um, what is it, the artists, because they also... 
I remember everyone had like a little like fucking fit about the fact that like this artist made portraits of black women cutting off the heads of like white women. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh my goodness. I it's didn't see a, that either. You didn't see it? Let me let me show you. Like I'm gonna oh, Y'all can yes. look this up, but Oh, I love it. I love the background too. Yeah. Yeah, that artist always puts like <coughs> really cool backgrounds in their in his portraits. <coughs> usually flowery and it incorporates the subject of the person kind of into the background. I don't know, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So much. But this but what is it? You know, we're talking about STEM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we went into art. We went into <laughs> a little art. bit. But you know, it's STEM is pretty artsy. I don't know about y'all, but I Okay, so I took an HTML class, and I remember I loved it so much because the text editor was, like, all these different colors. And I was like, yeah, so much fun. Yeah, that's ah, true. I'm having the best time. Yeah, yeah. I actually love HTML, <laughs> working with HTML. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, definitely, like, different languages, too. Like, I work with Python, and, like, I, it's usually a black screen, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, purple and pink and orange and mm-hmm. whatever, and, like, they're just good color composition yeah <laughs> so much better than like do you remember those hacking memes where like everything's like green in the like black and green black and green kind of um matrix where it's just like situation. click 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 i'm in <laughs> yeah it looked like the matrix it looked like the matrix but i like i like the colorfulness of it's like it's more modern now mm-hmm. it's like pink or it's like purple <laughs> and it's like i don't know I'm, i have a good time looking at it mm-hmm. like what is it what is it um like i had friends a lot of friends who are like computer science like majors and whatnot and i would just like look at them <laughs> like look at their screens when they were like doing their homework and i'll be like wow <laughs> <laughs> so much color <laughs> so much color i love it <laughs> yes yes queen <laughs> But yeah, no, I did hear that like STEM's acronym was going to change to STEAM though and then like include art into it as the A. Yeah, it was really weird. I heard this like (laughs) a couple days ago actually. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's like STEM is like completely different from art. Yeah. But I also feel like they could like intertwine a lot Mm -hmm. because I've seen a lot of things that like collaborate STEM with art and i don't know those art pieces are really cool too yeah and there's like these what is it particularly things that like femmes do and how they incorporate art like okay so i've like read a lot of things about like how makeup incorporates a lot of art like you get a lot of symmetry and whatnot and people think it's like oh it's just like some real simple shit you just put (laughs) but no it's not (laughs) no that's a struggle for sure like people that are really good at makeup like they're artists (laughs) like (laughs) not me them (laughs) and it's like i don't know because there's also this thing and oh i'm not gonna say it's official official story because i don't have the source with me but it (laughs) is a thing like if y'all google it it's there (laughs) that they're like that these like they like these doctors got these indigenous like women like from like i think they're like peru or something but i could be wrong so like a latin american country like these indigenous women and they're like they had like a very particular way of sewing so what these doctors are doing is that they're learning the same way they're sewing 
because the way they do it can make like safer like open heart surgeries Ooh. or something and that's incorporating their sewing in like their yeah seeming sewing mm-hmm. to like all of that and then like you don't see how these like norm like i I would have never like known like oh these two things can totally like like totally connect or something. I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> but like the fact is they do and we don't give enough credit to the fact that you know a lot of femmes of color were pushed out of these fields of study and so they use those like their knowledge in like whatever knowledge they do have in math or like we all have like natural knowledge of math and like shapes and symmetry and all this other stuff and how they incorporate it in all these different fields and all these different like like doing nails is chemistry too like dead ass <laughs> and i actually got my nails done, nails done today too they're very nice <laughs> but like <laughs> i was actually noticing them they're really cute they look really clean and neat and it's a cute so color neat. on you i, I love it <sighs> Anyways, but, like, it's it's all this stuff that, like, we don't really pay attention to because it's, like, whenever things are, like, femmy, then people are, like, oh, they're bad or they're simple. They're simple-minded because femmes can do it. And then we're, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we need to start wrapping up here. I know, right? <laughs> and so... I really want to know, like, what are y'all's final words about Femmes of Color and STEM? Um, My final words are, I think a lot more people should, like, push into that um, because, I don't know, it's kind of limitless. Um, And so I think if you're a woman of color and you're thinking about it, just go out there and do it because there's other people like you and that are doing it too and you're not alone yes that's beautiful (laughs) um my final words my final thoughts is one thank you veronica for being here (laughs) and we appreciate you so much because women of color and stem are so strong and so smart and women are really fucking smart so if anyone is listening and you didn't pursue a stem career because you thought you weren't good enough or smart enough you are <laughs> and it's okay that you didn't pursue that but you can pursue other things and you can always try it later and you listening are smart and so capable of anything you can do and fuck the imposter syndrome and let's look up i think we should all do a little bit more research of women of color and stem to give them recognition because they're usually not talked about and um, I think they do a lot of research that goes on notice and all that. So I think just giving them a little recognition should be cool and getting to learn about them, you know, because especially also throughout history, because I know a lot of uh, specifically bra- black women who did a lot of uh, things for science, but they're not talked about because they're not white. So just giving them recognition and talking about them a little bit more should be good. It's good. <laughs> perfect (laughs) yeah exactly i feel that femmes of color who study stem or are working in stem are stronger than the marines i knew you were gonna say that that. (laughs) it's true though it's true (laughs) so veronica you're stronger than the marines all of them just you (laughs) just you just you against all the marines i could take them (laughs) but my final words on this is just that 
for one thing, believe in your intellect, like that you are an intellect. Like no matter what, like how old you are or like how the rest of your classroom looks <laughs> like or anything like that, like believe that you're an intellect. And also that like, you know, like all this, like, like if you do, like if you pursue art or if you pursue writing or if you pursue all these other things, like math and whatnot and math and STEM, like go into that a lot and you have to like really appreciate it. And you can't just be like, oh, my math side of the brain doesn't exist or something like that. I like, I bet you hear that tons of times, <laughs> but like, it's not true because it's there and you use it. You probably don't use it in the, the way that you're fifth grade math teacher told you you were going to use it but like you mm -hmm. still use it and so yeah. like appreciate it practice it it's a muscle mm -hmm. do little things for it and yes so <laughs> this that is our episode for today veronica we love you so much thank you for being here thank, thank you, you for so having much. me <laughs> and you're stronger than all the marines remember <laughs> that write that down <laughs> So we're going to let y'all go. So bye. TQM. Bye. 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 Bye.